We are Tim and Michelle Hill with Connect Over Coffee, and this is the Morning Moments Matter Show. We are here every weekday morning for about 10 minutes over a cup of coffee to encourage you to make your moments count. We've been camped out on gratitude all week, and we're grateful for that. But (laughs) we had an episode on the benefits of gratitude, and the last two days we've given you 12 different ways to practice gratitude. But gratitude can turn toxic and feel really inauthentic. That was a hard word to say, but I I nailed it. Um, (laughs) so, So we wanted to have an honest conversation about that about the inauthentic nature of gratitude. We've been taught to say thank you for things and gifts, even when we don't appreciate them, even if they're terrible, like the bad gifts or soggy candy strange relatives gives you, and you only see them once a year. Did you ever get weird things that you were required to be grateful for? I I tried to think of this and I, I really didn't, but what I did think about was one of my favorite movies, A Christmas Story, when Ralphie got the deranged peak <laughs> Easter bunny outfit from his Aunt Clara, who was in a state of delusion that he was four years old and a girl. And his mom made him thank her and wear it in front of the other family. And everybody laughed at him. Randy thought it was hilarious. It was hilarious. It was. <laughs> but so, yeah, that's all. That's so it. things like that. I <laughs> yeah. don't have any personal things. Um, I did have an Aunt Clara, but she gave me she good did, things. You didn't ever get a pink bunny suit? No. Well, that's good. I bought one myself once. That's another episode. (laughs) That's a totally different episode. So That's our rabbit trail. (laughs) Oh, ouch. (laughs) So we're trained to think about gratitude as a social obligation, as a should, when we don't really authentically feel it. So it trains us to feel icky about it when we talk about it like we've been talking about it all week. It feels like being fake or, or lying. So when we think about developing a gratitude practice, it can feel just like that, just like an exercise in inauthenticity and no one wants that. Another thing that can send gratitude train off the rails is comparison. We can fall into the trap of going about gratitude as a better than activity. Maybe I'm struggling with something, but I have it much better than other people. So I should be grateful. Yeah, there's that should again. I should, should be grateful. Should, shouldas are tough. <laughs> we think we're putting our own worries into perspective, but what we're really doing is sabotaging ourselves. Gratitude should not be practiced in comparison. It's not about who has it better or worse. It's about finding something available to us in that moment that we can appreciate. We struggled with comparison at times this past year during the yeah. pandemic. We really did. And we had to intentionally turn away from it. True. There are times when things are going wrong for you and comparison is easy and it can feel good in the moment to nurse feelings of entitlement or jealousy, but usually the right things aren't the easy things. And we had to decide to be better people than that. We had to specifically make that decision. So we do not let ourselves play the comparison game. It's not healthy and it's not gratitude. The whole, there are starving kids in China thing does not actually make liver and onions any more appealing. True. But what if you like liver and onions? Well, for you, it would be something different. <laughs> for me, it does not make liver and onions any more appealing. Salmon croquettes. Uh, that's what it is for you. <laughs> and that leads to another aspect of toxic gratitude. When we're really not thankful, but we force ourselves to journal three things that we're thankful about. We're lying. We're falling into a fake it till you make it trap. And by doing that, we're literally practicing inauthenticity. I didn't say it right. That <laughs> I did not nail it. We're literally practicing inauthenticity. There you go. By doing it over and over, we're practicing fakeness. When we're feel, um, feeling down about something or we've had a crisis in our lives, we're anxious or depressed, 
we can't slap a happy sticker on it and call it gratitude. Oh, the editor says thank you for not clapping right there. <laughs> I stopped it right I know, at the I end. I was tell. so close. <laughs> so, filter, a rare filter. <laughs> let's just stop pretending that everything is okay when it's not okay. When things go sideways and we're feeling emotions like anger or fear or anxiety, it doesn't mean that you can't also be grateful at the same time. But that applies in reverse, too. Just because you're grateful doesn't mean that your negative emotions aren't valid. Gratitude and negative emotions can actually coexist because we are complicated beings and our feelings are complicated and we can actually hold two things at the same time. So don't use gratitude as a way to invalidate your feelings or your experience. So let me give you an example of these last two things we're talking about because they can feel kind of... I don't know. <laughs> I must have said the word squishy like 18 times in the last week, I think. Soft. Soft or hard to grasp. They can feel hard to grasp. Nebulous. So let me give you an example. I was reading about a woman who had chronic pain and her gratitude practice had turned toxic because she kept telling herself, it's not so bad. I don't have it so bad compared to other people. So there was comparison, and there was also invalidating her own experience. And that actually caused her to not seek treatment for her pain when she should have, because she kept minimizing it, saying, it's not that bad. It's so much better than other people have it. So she was minimizing her own experience, and that is not gratitude. Wow. It's weird how we can all twist things in our mind to make it think it's gratitude, but it's really not. Be grateful for what you have because someone else has it worse is dangerous. It's it's a bad, soft, squishy ground to build a gratitude practice on. Here's another way gratitude can turn toxic, or maybe it's not toxic gratitude, it's a toxic attitude. When telling someone how much you truly appreciate them, like we talked about this week, in specific detail, it can get emotional. There could be tears. There have been tears. There have been tears. It can be awkward on both sides, and that can be enough to stop you from doing it. It really can. And some people feel like letting someone else know that they're important gives away too much power in a relationship. We need to grow up emotionally, actually. The more appreciation we give away, the better off we are. Yeah, we had a beautiful example of this in Clubhouse yesterday, I think. And it wasn't in our room, but it was in the Entrepreneur's Lab, which is run by our friends, Don Mamoni and Cassie and Jorge of Amplify. And they've added some people to their hosting team. And yesterday in particular, they were introducing Shannon Bussey, who is a great story strategist and coach. So if you need a brand story strategist, look up Shannon Bussey. But their honest appreciation was close to making her cry. She said, like, you're going to make me cry before I even start talking. They consistently model genuine appreciation of their guests and they speak it over them. They do it over and over intentionally and without feeling like lifting others up diminishes themselves or their own authority in any way. It's a really healthy appreciation environment to be in. Right. It was great to, to hear that. And, and it was genuine. It was absolutely authentic. And it really affected Shannon in a positive way. So what do you do if you want to have a gratitude practice, but you don't want to be fake or toxic? I think the key is the word that you just said and that we've been saying all week. It is a practice. We don't have to be good at it right away. We don't have to be good at it all the time. There are going to be days when it's hard and that's okay. If we start with honesty, we can actually cultivate and grow gratitude. If we understand the things we talked about today and we approach a gratitude practice with the honesty and an attitude of learning to seek out things that we can authentically appreciate, even if they're small, we grow that healthy practice. 
So today's to-go cup takeaway is to think about your relationship with gratitude and think about if there's any seeds of toxicity in it, if you've fallen victim to anything that we have talked about today. Today's episode is brought to you by Morning Moments Matter Box, and we wanted to announce today that we've made it available on a one-time purchase. We have it as a subscription, an ongoing monthly subscription, which is still totally there. But if you want to try it out and get it one at a time, not into the commitment of a subscription box, there's an option now to buy one at a time. In that box, we guide you through a super simple morning practice of engaging your body, mind, and heart in the time it takes to brew the amazing coffee that is also included. And registration is now open for April, so you can find out more information at connectovercoffee.link backslash MMM. Thanks so much for being here this morning. We look forward to seeing you every morning over coffee and conversation. Each weekday morning at 7 a.m. Central, we'll be back tomorrow, Friday. Please make plans to join us now. Until then, remember that your best day starts this morning. Stay caffeinated, y'all. Shaka laka laka laka. Let's do it together. Boom! Shaka laka laka laka. Laka 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 laka. Laka laka. Howdy ho. <laughs> this coffee is just jumpy today. It wants to spill into my mouth. You are my sweet elixir of life. More than coffee. And that's saying a lot. Yeah, I'm not sure I believe that. A hundred percent. I get all the wonderful benefits of coffee from you for free. <laughs> Why does that make me feel cheap somehow? <laughs> <laughs> no, it means that all the goodness for free. I had to pay for coffee. I know. I'd pay for yours too. Okay, I think that's a whole road we don't want to walk down. <laughs> I'd pay for yours too. Oh my goodness, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. I didn't want you to think that I devalued you because you're free and valued coffee because it's expensive. You're more valuable than coffee. Well, you should have just said that right there. It's early. The neural <laughs> pathways are foggy. Sprinkles! <laughs> I know. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Oh, it's a Christmas story kind of quote day. Blame it on the rain. Who sang that? You just did. <laughs> I'm not playing that game today. It's a trick question because it was recorded by Millie Vanilli, but they were revealed as lip syncers even after they won the Grammy. So they really didn't sing it. It was sang by a guy named Bob from Topeka. <laughs> <laughs> a Millie Vanilli song? It could be. <laughs> it's not my genre. I may have to look that up. Vicious monster. Scary. We, boo. It's scary. <laughs> Line them up, make some steaks. <laughs> I love it when you say something and then you like it. Use it yourself and start giggling. I surprise myself sometimes. You never know where the stream of consciousness goes. And it's it's as much a surprise to me as it is to everyone involved. We're in this together. <laughs>